Hi friends, I am so excited to be talking to you today. If you are new, my name is Veronica. If not, welcome back. Today we're going to be doing part two of the 12 laws of the universe. And if you have not yet checked out the episode right before this, which is part one, I highly recommend you to do that right now and then listen to this. The reason why is because as we start going through all the laws, you're going to start seeing some correlation, how they're aligning with each other. And it'll just make more sense, at least for myself, I think it just makes more sense and it, I kind of grasp things easily once I go in order. So I highly recommend that. And we're going to start with law number seven today, which is the law of cause and effect. This law is also known as the law of karma, which states that any action causes a reaction. Whatever you put out there, good or bad, will come right back to you. What you put out there may not come to you in that very instant, that very moment, but that vibration, that energy that you just released has a, re has a ripple effect. If you're coming from a place of anger or resentment, if you put that energy out there, you'll eventually be affected as a result. So to really activate this law, just be aware of how your actions and decisions are affecting not just yourself, but everyone else around you and focus on sending out positive vibes. And this leads us to law number eight, which is law of compensation. This law of compensation is related closely to the law of attraction and the law of correspondence. This law states that you reap what you sow. So you must contribute in some way towards your desire, towards whatever you are trying to manifest, and trust that you will be compensated for your work as long as you're open to receiving it in the many ways the universe can deliver. So this is why you have to vibrate and align yourself in the same frequency as whatever you're trying to attract or manifest. So whenever the universe brings this into your life, into fruition, you are aligned with it to receive it. All of your contributions, including love, joy, you spread to this world will all be rewarded. For example, if you are trying to manifest love, you can activate this by every morning when you wake up, adding these questions to your meditation, to your journal, asking yourself, what, like, what am I being called to serve and help others today? How can I be more kind and loving today? How can I spread more love today? And this will align you with the same frequency as love. And you will be, since you will be giving more love, you will receive more love. If let's say you're trying to manifest wealth, it does not mean spend more than what you can afford. But maybe if you can have, if you have like $10, you can say, how can I help someone today with the extra $10? How can I impact someone positively today with the extra $5, with the extra $20. And you have to remember whenever you're doing these things, don't do it because you are expecting anything in return, but really do it out of love and compassion. And just remember and trust that everything you put out in this universe, you will receive. And this leads us to law number nine, which is law of relativity. And this law states that nothing and no one is inherently good or bad. 
everything is a spectrum of expression and there's more than one perspective of any situation or challenge. In other words, everything is neutral. In the end, meaning comes down to our own perspective and perception. We are the ones who assign meaning to things. We're the ones who choose if something is bad or if something is good or if something is happening in our favor. Applying this law can help us understand the tougher parts of our life with greater compassion. For example, if we're feeling ungrateful for a living situation or we are ashamed of our appearance or we dislike something about our journey where um, unsatisfied with our journey or where we're at in our journey. This is because you are comparing yourself with someone else's journey, with someone else's appearance, with someone else's living situation. And we have to just accept that we are unique individuals and learn to appreciate what we have without needing to compare ourselves with someone else. And how to really activate this law is to start practicing daily gratitude and simply accepting the fact that we are whole and complete as we are. We are unique individuals and we shouldn't compare ourselves. You are so unique and you the way you are doesn't have to be how someone else is. The way you live doesn't have to be the same way someone else is living. That is okay because you are unique. You have your own way of being. And this is really good whenever you're going through, let's say, a challenge. You can remember that we're the ones that say if something is good or bad. So if you're going through adversity or hardship right now, you can turn it around and say, how can I learn from this? How can I grow from this to become better? And this actually leads us to law number 10, which is a law of polarity. And this law states that everything has a polar opposite. There's an up, there's a down, there's light, there's dark, there's evil, there's good, there's love, there's fear, there's cool, there's warm. And the key thing to understand here is that these are all sides of the same coin. One cannot exist without the other. How to really bring this into your life and activate it is by going, whenever you're going through, let's say, adversity or let's say a breakup or a mental challenge or maybe, let's say, grief, try to tune in to the opposite side, which is what lesson can I learn from this? What's the the different perspective? What's the other side of this? How can I grow? How can I heal? And this can also help us learn from our mistakes and and allow us to become more clear on what we want and what we don't want. Then there's law 11, which is the law of rhythm, sometimes known as the law of perpetual motion. This law states that everything vibrates and moves to certain rhythms. Everything is always changing and it's our job to embrace change and embrace the fact that things come in cycles. These rhythms establish seasons cycles, stages of development, and patterns. Each cycle reflects the regularity of God's universe. For example, you see this in nature, the trees, the flowers. You see this in seasons. You see this in the body's aging process, in personal life stages. And to really activate this law, you can start reflecting more frequently. Maybe try journaling more, being more in nature, 
and this will help you gain perspective. Today, you may be good, but nothing is permanent. So enjoy what you have while it lasts. Alternatively, perhaps you're going through hardship. Know that this too shall pass. This negative part of the cycle may be the very thing that perhaps prepares you for a prosperous change in the next cycle. Everything I go through, at least for myself, every time I go through hardship or adversity, although it may be painful in the moment, it's like it, it's preparing me. It's like it prepared me for that next stage of life. It allowed me to evolve to a better version of myself. And this is very interesting because I don't really remember where I read it at, but it was talking about how when we are out of balance, the universe does things to ground us back. We either learn through wisdom or, or learn through pain. And sometimes we have to go through certain things to learn and to, to evolve. So keep this in mind that cycles are a natural part of the universe. At times, we expect ourselves to be the same all the time, and change can be uncomfortable. But start becoming accepting of change and accepting that it's part of life. Change doesn't have to be bad. It can be good. You can choose that change. You can choose what you want to evolve to. If everything is wonderful currently, then appreciate the moments. But don't try to make it last beyond the natural order of things. Each stage of life has tremendous blessings to offer. So really it's just us learning to ride that wave. Take note of your inner rhythms and try to embrace them instead of fighting them. If you're feeling low frequency or tired, maybe it's a good time to just give yourself some rest, to relax, to, to not really push through that. And this actually leads us to our very last law, which is the law of gender. And this law has very little to do with biological sex. Rather, it refers to the fact that there are two major types of energy. There's the masculine and the feminine, also known as yin and yang, and also known as anima and animas. This law states that all things contain a certain amount of both energies. And we must create a balance to live a more authentic, happy life. Both are required for life to exist. So think about each role and how they appear in your life and whether you have an axis or a deficit on either. And you want to create that balance. If you think of masculine, think of, you know, doing aggressive, striving, busy, thrusty. And it's more of a stable and more predictable. It strengths our willpower, clarity, and focus. And it creates structure and rules. So it knows how to apply logic correctly. And another way to really look at masculine energy is as knowledge where as feminine is just knowing. And it's more like intuition. So the feminine energy is flowing and, dynam and dynamic. It moves, can't be predicted or explained in a rational mind. It is just unrestricted from social norms because it doesn't follow any rules. It's more guided with the intuition, with the heart. And feminine energy needs expression and creation. Without it, it dries out. So the feminine energy also recognizes when it's time to let go 
of, of old habits and make clear space for something new. Think of being, of surrender, of tranquil, of receiving, of calmness, whenever you're thinking of feminine energy. And both masculine and feminine energy have unhealthy wounded aspects, but they also have divine healthy aspects. So the wounded part comes from ego, a place from fear, darkness, and it always leads to pain. Whenever we do shadow work, for example, we shine a light on these aspects of ourselves and we become more aware of these unhealthy wounds that we may be carrying that we haven't healed yet. So once we do that, we can start to heal and transform them into more healthy divine energy. So for example, much of our society operates in a masculine hustle mentality, a go, go, go mentality, which if we don't have balance, we won't have much room to be. So achieving these balances or achieving this balance between masculine and feminine can really help us live more authentically. And to really activate this, maybe try to go to be more in nature, to go on meditation walks, to step away from social media or have more time in solitude to reflect and really ground yourself back to this balanced place. And just remember that integrating these laws into your life is more about understanding them in a way that makes sense for you and it doesn't have to be so forced or so analytical. It's just about understanding the concept and keeping them in the back of your mind to then implement them in your everyday scenarios. So these are the 12 laws of the universe. Hope you enjoyed them. Hope you had some knowledge. If you did, send this over to a friend. And I love reading your messages whenever you guys do message me. Let me know if there's anything else that you would want me to talk about, if you want me to go more in depth with feminine and masculine energy. But other than that, hope you have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you all on the next episode.